please take a seat. Good morning, boys and girls. I'm your substitute teacher, Mr. Tinman. And our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up. So we're going to go around the room. You over there with the Afro puffs. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like a designer. Those are some pretty good professions. And you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Oh, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with the tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you, back there with the bus saw dreads, what would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. Hi, T. Evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am still your host and one and only talent, though my tailor, the Brooklyn Buzzsaw. My co host is not quite here right now. He's going to be joining me remotely. We're trying to see if he needs a little bit more time or if he'll be coming on very shortly. But, 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 but. You know me, you know me. Still thugging to the casket rips. Today is March 18th. (sighs) It is a beautiful, listen, I'm not gonna change how I do things. Too much, that is. It is a beautiful, and and I do mean beautiful 73 degrees down here in South Florida. Oh man, and I am very thankful, and when I say very thankful, I am very thankful that we got a whole lot to talk about. I mean, we got the wild, wild free agency, we got the quarantine going on. Like you know, you know, you know what? You know, you know what? You know what? Let me just give it to you how you want it, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that, and regardless of the weather. Hello, you play to win the game. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Listen, I told you, I got it all for you today. I got the wild, wild NFL free agency that's been happening. We act, we're going we to talk about this quarantine 2020. Don't forget to wash your hands, people. We're in week two of this of, of this pandemic. So, so we'll, listen, I ain't going to leave y'all without something to talk about. Right, we got, we're going to talk about a couple of these celebrity victims that are going around out here. And the NBA, yo, Uja bless, no one curse, right? The NBA 
actually helped your boys out. So, before we even start the show, yo, KJ, I see you. I see you. There you go. There you go. I see you connected. I think I hear you. I think I hear you. Can you hear me? I hear something back there. Sound like crickets though. It's very odd. It, it sounds. It sounds like there's a bunch of crickets. Like it sounds like you're in the middle of the woods and there's a bunch of crickets. Oh, you driving? Is are you driving me? I can't hear you yet. I, I don't know if you talk, but I can't hear you. But okay, I see you called in. I see you called in. I don't know if you can hear me, but I see that you called in. So before we even start, any because you know, in, you know. You know me, right? There's a certain way we like to start off the show, but before we start anything, I'm going to have to take a quick pause because the first part of the show, it comes with a little bit of tragedy. Just a little bit of tragedy. And we're going to have to take a quick pause to recognize that. So we're going to start off the show by paying homage Right, and saying rest in peace. And I think I hear you back there, KJ. I'm gonna start texting you in a minute during during, during the silence. So we're, we're gonna take a quick moment of silence to pay homage and rest in peace to Roger Mayweather, the uncle of Floyd Mayweather, who happened to pass at the age of 58. the mighty sports podcast thank you for taking that moment of silence Yo. with me kj i hear you now can you hear my voice i hear you i wonder if we have any kind of delay but i hear you and i hear you fine did you hear the let's see here did you hear the salute? Let's see if he's if he's having a delay. I heard him. He was here for a second. Now he's not. He's back offline. We're going to see if we can get him back in here. Listen. 
we all haven't tested out this this whole entire thing, remote thing as of yet. So that's the reason why you may witness some technical difficulties. So you know how we always say, bear with us as 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 we as we run through the minutia to bring you your your favorite weekly podcast. Because as you know, as I like to say, actually I don't even like to say it. Like, but but you guys know it as true. This is the number one sports podcast in Tamarack, Florida. Like hands down. Like I like to say this is the number one podcast in Tamarack, Florida. But this is hands down the number one sports podcast in Tamarack, Florida. So, I'm going to remove a host, and I'm going to see if I can get KJ back in here. What's going on, dear Strike? Welcome to the show. So, we went, so as we started off, we're starting off by paying homage to to Roger Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's uncle, as, as you, you guys may know him as best, right? So Roger Mayweather, he dies at the, he dies at the early age of 58. They haven't quite released all of the... All of the results or causes, well, or the cause to his death, um, but what what we do, what we do know um, some things about his health is that he did have diabetes, and that's probably the only thing. That. So the Chargers agreed to terms of cornerback Chris Harris Jr. on a two-year, twenty million dollar contract. Hold on, let me get that back to you. Chargers, Chargers agreed to terms of quarterback Chris Harris Jr. on a two-year, $20 million contract as they start to um, bolster up their defense. While we still try to figure out who's going to be their quarterback. We're going to get into this NFL talk in just a little bit, right? No, my, 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 my guest, also, he's, he's working on it. He's working on it. He's entered the live studio. I see that much. We just got to see if we can get you back on the air. He said he can't hear shit. Can you guys hear me? Can anybody hear me? Yo, yo, dear strike, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I, I see you out there. He said he can't hear nothing. I don't know why he can't hear nothing. But can you guys hear me? I, I, I guess I guess we just going to have to find this out the hard way. When we when we re-listen to all this audio. I mean, you guys wouldn't just be here listening to nothing, right? Like, I know that for a fact. We wouldn't be listening to nothing. So, we're going to see how the rest of this works. So, you know what? So, we're going to get back into Roger Mayweather, right? So, Roger Mayweather, he dies at the age of 58. The only thing that we really know about his his health conditions was that he may have had, uh, that he had diabetes. Other than that, we don't know any real causes um, to his death. Now, let's try this. Now, one of the things about Roger Mayweather is that everybody knows him as the corner man for... For Floyd Mayweather, for Floyd Mayweather Jr., but what people don't know is that he was actually a champion on in two different weight classes, in the 130 pound weight class and 140 pound weight class. His entire record over his career was 59 and 13, and he had 35 knockouts. So that's about what 72 fights, a little under half of them. That's probably what, like 48 or 49 percent, where it's where you where you've actually managed to knock them out. Now, like I said, we all truly know him for what he's done with what he's done with his work with his with his nephew Floyd Mayweather Jr. And then listen, if you don't know his fight, like he's also had fights with Pernell Whitaker. He's had fights, I think, um, with Julio Cesar Chavez. Oh, 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 one of those guys. One of those guys. Yeah, Julio Cesar Chavez, I think it was. So it's not like he hasn't fought anybody. He has a few um, notable 
fights on underneath his belt. Like I said, he was a two-time champion. So we want to pay him his respect, pay him his homage, right? Give him his love, give him his due, as we as we do here. It's a little bit different. Pick up, pick up. Roger Mayweather because you know I mean even though even though life is lost there's always a celebration of life that, that, you, that you're reminiscing about and that's the reason why it's so difficult to deal with at times now talking about difficult times to deal with right now we are definitely in what is considered difficult times right and, and I know you guys are wondering like why aren't you going more over to the Mayweather especially since like this is his uncle and he also just lost one of his ex-girls we're past that. But this is definitely some difficult times that we're on. That we're in, I should say. And what I've been... What, what is basically has been called, at least to me it has been called, is Quarantine 2020. And this is going to be the second week of what is considered as basically this Quarantine 2020 for us. And, and we say second week, right? Based off the fact that this is this is the second week of no sports, right? This is the second week that sports was officially shut down. That's me popping a bottle. That was for that was that was for Roger Mayweather. You know what else is for Roger Mayweather? Because listen, you know we all we always practice to the Nate Dogg School of Medicine. So smoke weed every day. Let's not forget that. Now. It's been it's been really interesting what's been going on these last couple of weeks because I finally had the opportunity Ah oh. I finally had the opportunity to go out and do some shopping go out and get some supplies go out and start looking for some things right and what started happening was that, like, it's really, it's really been a trial of what's been going on these last couple of weeks, right? <laughs> and what has really caught my eye when I, when I really, when I went shopping was that Everything looked like it was hurricane season. And and that was probably like the 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 biggest thing that, that that shocked me at first, right? Is that it looked like hurricane season out there. Probably like the 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 biggest thing that Sorry for the echo, that was me testing out the audio. Right, because cause I'm going to text my, I'm going to text my co-host and the audio was good. But it really looked like hurricane season, which was surprising to me, right? Because I've done, I, I live in South Florida and that here in South Florida, there were tons of hurricanes all of the time. And... I didn't expect that that was going to be the image when I went shopping. And, and I'm not going to lie. I w I'm, I w I'm still a little surprised by what's there, what isn't there. 
and, and what's being taken because like I said a week ago it looked as if people were preparing already like they just knew that they were going to be quarantined right like they just did just absolutely knew that they were going to be quarantined and bought up all the shit <laughs> I I I'm st- I was still taken back now now because this is a very weird kind of hurricane season that, that we're experiencing right and I and I say hurricane season right about this quarantine because that's what it feels like being here in South Florida because most hurricane seasons we don't have this much power we're not just told to stay home and work like you, you don't have access to still so many things in the world and yet this hurricane and this quarantine twenty twenty. You have access to almost still everything because so far, while a lot of things have been shut down, everything hasn't been fully shut down. Now, they've advised the majority of the U.S. that we know we, we need to be on what's considered a two-week break. And that two-week break means that we need to practice what's considered social distancing. Now... Not everybody's quite understanding the concept of shows of social distancing. Some individuals are still trying to go out to bars, still trying to go out and celebrate. They're still trying to <laughs> they're still trying to gather in crowds of 50, 100 plus or more, even after everything has been canceled now because of that right like i said we've technically now been been they keep regulating little by little they or they keep taking away little by little what we can do and what we can't do so now they don't want everybody gathering so now most individuals have been set up to start working from home and and listen i'm not just doing this um, because i have a podcast but not, not not for nothing i am doing this as a log like this is like Captain's Log, week two, quarantine twenty twenty. It still looks like hurricane season out there, as individuals are still buying up all of the water, all of the toilet paper, all of the perishable goods, and everything that they can find. I still don't quite understand all of the water because we will have be having water during that time frame. But you know what? Who knows exactly what we're going to have and what we're not going to have. People are just prepared. They have shut down all sporting events. If you live in New York and you are required to come to work, once you are in the building, you are not required to leave the building. For entities that are uh, are still working, they are working with the very beer minimal that they can <laughs> now this is one of those weird things that are one of the things I find weird because in a very odd way I find that this is a good thing for us as society because I've I've even said it here already on wax 
or I've expressed it to several of my friends. And I'll say it here on wax so that I know that it will be definitely recorded. The United States being on lockdown or the world being on lockdown could probably be one of the best things that's probably happened to us as a society. And these are going to be some of the things that, that are going to bring about humanitary change, right? It's going to, not going to change, change the United States. It's going to change how, how we interact as human beings. I said it to begin with at first with just work alone, right? As you see, a lot of places are still getting work done because they have allowed their employees to work from home. Now, I think this is something that all employees should start looking at once this thing passes over because let's just look at it from a capitalist side. You are able to consistently get more people in your door and underneath your business trained and working if you allow them to work from home than having them in a physical building that has a capacity, right? Not only that, right? With them working from home, that means it lets you know that, at least right now, now let you know that not only can we work from home, not only can we function as a society with not having as much human contact as we normally do, but we can also start using it in ways that can benefit society and the earth. But let's just stay in your in your capitalist ways, right? There first, right? Or just stay for the money making ways. You no longer have to keep paying for big old buildings. You don't have to keep paying for giant amounts of office space. You can literally run your office with the minimal amount of people necessary to be in house. And everybody else. And I do mean everybody else. You can get to work remotely, which means that you can get 10, which is so small, two, three, four, even five times more people underneath your roof, technically, underneath your, your business's umbrella, than you can actually fit underneath a roof. With us realizing that we don't have to physically be there at work, what starts to happen now is that. Everything in the world starts to reduce. Now, when I mean everything in the world starts to reduce, the negative effects that we're having on the world. And, and you know, it's funny, we started to see some signs of this already. Where there, I think it was a body of water over over in, over in Italy that has cleared up 100%. It is clear now because there's no longer human beings constantly being trouted up and down it, right? I'm not, I'm no, I'm no longer this, um, this traffic of dirt um, beside it. We are seeing, you're hearing in, in Asia and in California already that, or places in Asia and in California, that the air has already started to clear up. Because one, you don't have so many, you, you don't have so many people that are forced to be on the road. So by also allowing people to start working from home, you are actually helping this earth thrive longer because now you don't have so many car emissions. You don't have, you don't have to worry about so much rush hour. You don't have to worry about so much commute. So much smog, so much pollution, consistently being let go into the atmosphere. Between the trains, the planes, and the automobiles. You understand, like, I, how much cleaner the earth has gotten, right, in, in the last, and, and, I, and I'll say it like this, right, this is probably the easiest way to put it, right, is that they always, they always talk about 
they always talk about smoking, right? And how shortly after smoking or quitting smoking, you will notice how your lungs start to clear up. And they say, like, usually within 72 hours, like, things start to clear up on a rapid rate. Well, guess what? We're clearing up Mother Earth's lungs right now. So, so on the other end of this, I'm really start. I really hope that we can realize of how much interaction we don't require, or how much need for travel and commute and face to face interactions we really require. Because to be honest with you, that is really an antiquated way of doing business. Because it is the way that things have always been done. And one of the things that that you should know, right? If your best answer is that is the way that things have always been done. When you act, when you honestly have a better solution, then you obviously are doing it wrong. You have because if how things have always been done, usually means that you haven't even considered change in in a, in a certain amount of years that may make your whole entire infrastructure outdated and obsolete. So we're we're in this time frame, right? USA is on. They they banned bar. They've closed down basically clubs and clubs and bars for right now. The only places that that are that are thriving as being open are places that are, that are, that can still be considered restaurants because they serve food, right? And those places they have to be closed by eight p.m. So like I said, there's a very there's a very loose martial law being exercised out there. They haven't put people on curfew. They haven't told people to get out the road yet by a certain amount of time. Obviously, people work different shifts. People are actually still working. Bless. Like, oh my God. Not even bless. But. Big up, big up. To your healthcare workers. Big up, big up. To your truck drivers. Big up, big up. <laughs> to, 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 to so many of the entities that are working now behind the scenes of America to keep this country going. Because those are the these are the individuals that we we usually are trying to plead for more recognition. And if you're not recognizing them now or realizing how much they do for our society as a whole, then oh my goodness, the ignorance in you is real. My co-host is still having issues getting on, which really sucks, which really, really sucks. I really wanted to see how he was doing. I really wanted to get this upright. So we're going to have to try this again on another day when, you know what I mean? Because, listen, we're going to be in this situation for a while, and we're going to be doing things remotely for a while. Listen, everybody is feeling it. Everything has been canceled. As you know, every single sports league has been canceled. The only thing, and like, listen, we understand the people that work in restaurants, the people that work in the service industry, the, the people that were that were actually unemployed during this during this time frame, like myself, that were actually trying to find employment, and probably right now nobody's gonna be hiring. Everything's all, like things are at a standstill. Stock prices are dropping. Which listen, the stock prices are dropping. If you have. If you can still find a way to keep sending like twenty five dollars to your um, um to your thing, keep, buy them shits up, B. This is a roller coaster. I like I said I, and I'll, I'll you'll probably keep hearing me say this throughout the throughout the time, and this and this is how you know I'm in a positive mind frame throughout this whole entire time. When you hear me no longer saying this, then you know things have changed. But I am very curious to see 
what comes out on the other end of this quarantine 2020. Because they're no longer talking about, oh, we'll be back to, back to normal by April. What they're talking about May and June. Like, they're talking about a, a really good incubation period because, once again... Two weeks may not be the be, may not be the necessary two weeks that is, that that is needed for for it to truly pass or run its course or do what it has to do. Now, the, now, some of the things that they that they talk about in the similarities are like why is why is kind of like the flu is because it can be passed around as quickly as the flu. They said why the why the why the need for the such emergency or, or such haste or such urgency. Is because we don't they, don't, they say they don't have quite have a cure for this yet. So while they do have a cure for the flu, and you're saying, oh, this hasn't killed as, quite as many people as the flu. Well, the flu still kills thousands of people. So yeah, we have a cure for that. This we don't have a cure for. And some of the things that are concerning, some of the things that also aren't concerning, right? It's, it's one of those double-edged swords. Is that, they, is that I do remember them saying is that, hey, 60% of the people are going to catch this virus. Most likely, sixty percent of the popul world's population is probably gonna catch this thing, like they catch the flu. Only thirty percent. So probably they said like half of them. Only thirty percent of those of those people, I should say, not even half of them. So only thirty percent of that sixty percent is gonna show signs of actual flu symptoms that 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 are gonna be real actual cause. And then in that thirty percent. Then you'll have the then you'll have the percentage that dies, like any other natural disease. But what's trying to happen is that well, we figure that sixty percent of the planet is gonna get this and get sick, but we don't want a hundred percent of the planet to get this and get sick. But this may be just a new strain of the flu that we all have to build antibodies for. At you. <laughs> <laughs> So, there's all kinds of things that's going on. Um, in the city of, of Dade, right, they basically shut down the strip clubs and things. Shut down the strip clubs and bars. In, in, in Broward, I believe that they've just changed the hours of operations. I mean, you, you could be open from 12 to 8. <clears throat> Listen, spring break is still going on. There are still people gathering at the beach for spring break down here. These people are going to catch it. They're going to catch the Rona. I Sharona. I Sharona. I really am interested to see how we come out of it. I really hope that this is going to be a good change to how we interact as a society with one another and how we also do business. But already you hear them that there's talks of a stimulus package. Right, because we have to. They're trying to find a way to not make people lose their homes. Let's 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 just let's just say exactly what it is. We're not going to sugarcoat it. To not let people be homeless, not let people show. Because while some individuals are able to work from home, not all, not everybody has that opportunity. Like I said, I was in an industry, or I'm in an industry where not was, but I'm in an I am in. I am in basically in two industries. I'm in an office industry, and I'm in also in the entertainment industry. And I'm and I was in the middle of a, of a full transition from office to entertainment. And in that transition, every single gig, like 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 a lot of people out there, got canceled. Wrestling gig canceled. Production gig canceled. 
Basketball, football, basketball, and, and ba basketball and baseball gigs canceled. Nothing out there. So everybody is feeling this. Listen, from the adults from working and, and trying to find money to the kids, even to the kids that listen. For, this is around the spring break time. This is this is this is normally the time for a lot of tournament play for a lot of those high schoolers, middle schoolers, um, the city, um, those 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 city traveling leagues that, that they're part of. College play, college players as well. Universities. This this is their time. March Madness should have been going on right around now as well. Like the only person not canceling his shit. The only person not canceling not canceling activities is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's it. And what he has done is that he has put himself that or what what they have done is that they've relocated basically all productions. And what has happened is that all productions are now being ran through their performance center in Orlando in front of an empty arena. And to be honest with you, <laughs> I think wrestlers out of anybody else may be the number one individuals that are built for what is going on right now in a, in a very weird way, right? Because not for nothing, Right, while a lot of them are affected, especially especially at the bottom at the at the bottom level, right? But wrestlers put in, are basically so putting on a performance from the time that they started the low levels, in front of the 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 most minute and minuscule of audiences that you can imagine. And 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 this and, and you hear it in the, in their in their in their in their glow up story all the time, right? Where they're talking about what they did and what they couldn't do. And you know what? We're going to come back to this. And I'll go back into a little bit more into why wrestlers are built for this. Because, you know, it's time for a quick break. You've been listening to me talk for a while. And you know what? Everybody needs a little break from something right about now. So, take your school break. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears. Catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. I don't want to run that twice. Can I run that twice? Is that, is that okay with you guys? All right, I'm gonna run that twice. Bear with me. Don't go nowhere. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. 
walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears, catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Donald Taylor. If you are still listening, what I want to thank you for always listening. Man, I want to thank you for listening. This is five years and running. Jeez. But also, if you're listening, when I mean you're listening, if you're listening live, I, I always like my live listeners. Like, yo, holla at your boy, right? Because I want, I want to, we gonna do some things during this pandemic, right? And, and get a couple more shows. If we just sit here and we just gab for a while. Now I'm trying to see if I can get a couple of my friends on the show. To see if they want to talk out some of their issues and differences, right? But as I was saying, is that WWE or wrestlers may be perfectly built for this more than anything else. If they are probably the individuals, they are probably the individuals that are you so used to performing on, in some of the minis, most minuscule, most minute audiences that you could imagine. Like you normally, usually, usually already away from home, right? Like, these individuals are normally already away from home at least 300 days out of the year. Gone. Because they're traveling all year round. So they're already kind of used to being isolated around each other. They're already, like, they're, they don't have to worry about traveling anymore. So now they're all going to be at the performance center where they do all of their training, at, where they're used to being at all the, all the time, where most of them have, have literally grown up in their wrestling business once they got to that, once they got to that level. And it's gonna be performing in front of a in front of an empty arena. And for them, that's basically their training. That's their training center. That's their arena. They don't need much. Like literally, like if if you have any individuals there, any wrestlers there that that also have a have a love for production, then guess who's also working the cameras. Guess who's also helping with the shots? Like you don't need much, and 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 WWE has been going on strong without what is considered the normal amenities. They've just been going on in regular arenas, or on an empty arena in their performance center. Now, for us, we've had a stream going on in the back for some quite some time now, and it's basically what we've been gospeling to all day. And I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, wrestlers are, are probably are probably built for this better than anybody that you can imagine, and I don't want to say that I'm happy that they're doing this because I still think that they're putting themselves at risk. But for them, it's very weird because it's 
they already have been around because like i said because they travel so much they're already stuck around each other for such a long period of time and then technically what you're going to do is that you're going to say that oh we're going to pull you away to send you home or we're going to isolate you and do nothing but you're going to still kind of be around each other so basically they're around the people that they're going to be around anyway they're not they're not bringing in their families not contaminating anybody else they're basically in this performance and they're doing their thing and to by the time they have something to do anyway you know the show must the show, the show might as well go on which once again another thing that 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 this that this issue brings about because just like how just like how um you know, we we may start realizing that we need smaller office spaces because we don't need all these hands actually on deck for some of these sports arenas. Like they could start realizing that you know what, maybe we can start reconstructing a little bit. Maybe we don't have to so much worry about attendance sales. Now, granted, playing in front of a crowd adds a whole bit different, a um, whole complete difference to it when you're doing the production. Yes, when you're doing the production and when you're watching the production. The crowd makes a difference. But the fact that you don't need such a lot, you don't have to keep going bigger and bigger. And I think for a while, they've been thinking that we have to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger with our arenas. And I think it's the opposite. I think they need to start finding a way to make what they have a little bit more small, uh, smaller, more cozier, and more exclusive. Because if not for nothing, there's a way more, like for some of these games, a lot of this stuff, the experience really is watching at home for some of these things. And for others, the experience is... being at the game but now if you just start making them smaller you got to add some of that exclusivity to it and making these things smaller and more exclusive means that you can charge more technically for those seats and get less people in there and still get that money back you don't want to do that fully you could just do it for the closer ones you know what I mean start, make, start making a couple more boxes areas like I said make things more cozier you don't have to go bigger just start tweaking the anemones and making things cozier. And you can thrive with the current size and maybe even smaller for some of these arenas. Versus constantly trying to get bigger and bigger. Like for some of these arenas that, that, that can't sell out, you know what? Make things, make things cozier. Do what Miami has done and make things a circus. Make it an attraction. Like, oh my God, there's all of this stuff going on here in this building. And oh yes... There's also a baseball game going on. Because that's what the Florida Marlins have done. Is that th where they're at, it's basically like, look at all the stuff that's going on here. There's, there's, things, there's things in the basement, there's restaurants, there's gaming areas, there's all kinds of stuff going on around there. And then, oh, guess what? While you're up here doing, doing and chilling, don't forget there's a game going on down there. And that's really what is what is turned into, and I, and I like it. Make things cozier, make things more interesting. You don't have to keep getting bigger. Take what you have and make it and make it better by making it smaller. Virtual reality is here. 
The television product is here. There are way too many ways to start consuming this. And like I said, some of these some of these sports leagues, you're not good on television. And one of the ones is the NFL. But before we talk about the NFL, listen, there are some trying times that we are in right now where we all can't really get to the places that we want to. But that is no problem. That still doesn't mean that you can't get the supplies and the food that you love. You know what you should do? Postmate that shit, B. Just Postmate it. Postmate is now offering a promo code of $100 in free credits for all new customers. Yeah, don't worry about going out there in the crazy world. Go to your, um, the way to, way to support your local restaurants and your local businesses and your local markets. Just Postmate it. Place your order in online and, ha and, and have somebody else go out there for you while you still sit home and at home, watch the kids and get everything done. And they'll bring it right to your front door. They can either drop it down outside if you want or they can leave it in the garage, whichever, whichever um, either or. But it's no, but you no longer need to put yourself in danger, if that's what you want to call it, or go through the hassle of going out there in this crazy times. Just use Postmates. Now, <clears throat> as we talked about crazy leagues, right? The NFL has probably, and I wish my co-host was here. He's handling something, but hey, come see, come saw, right? Alrighty, so next up, we do have some things that are going to, right? Because while the whole entire world has, has stopped doing business, I told you that WWE has continued to do business, but you know who's also continued their business? And it just happened to be good timing, right? And that's the NFL. The NFL has continued their business because you know what? They're in a portion of their season where business technically doesn't have to be done face-to-face -face either. So they're taking advantage of this and they're still going about the inner workings. Right now, this is a lot of the phone call time period, the, the entering, the fax and the, the, the email and you know, portion of their of of their show. Like when you hear that a player moves from Cleveland to Boston to Orlando to Atlanta, like they're not physically getting up. That's their paper trail, you know, moving. It's not physically them. Like their agent isn't going all over the place with them to them. Like Jerry Maguire, no, this ain't all that, B. This is somebody in the desk, and we, and we really getting on. So now they have their home office. And trust me, these agents, they're set up to work from home. Just think about the percentage of the contracts that they are getting. They are good to work from home. <laughs> so the NFL continues their business. And man, can I tell you, business is booming. So the first thing that they did was they, they, they agreed to a new collective bargaining agreement. Right, this was a very close vote. There was 1,019 players for it and 959 players against it. That's a, a difference of 60 votes that, that separated this thing. And there were only 80% of the players that actually voted, ironically. So now, I no longer feel sorry for them. They have this in their own fate. And obviously, when they, want, when they wanted to fire their current president, right, and do a quick revote. It was obviously because they wanted to accept this new deal as quickly as possible. Which I don't get. They have been hoodwinked. They have been bamboozled. They have been run amok. And any money that they are not getting is their own fault. Because there is still something I, I am curious to hear about. And I'm going to talk about this just a minute. 
and I'm going to come back to that. But we're going to talk about the stuff that we do know about, right? Is that the players have jumped up from 47%, right? 47-53 split to a 48-52 to split. And my thing is, if you are playing more games in a year, right? More meaningful games, which means that, let's put it this way, more meaningful games mean that you're playing more games. Because you know what you don't play in? You don't play in meaningless preseason games. You're only playing the meaningful ones. And it's really only about one that's meaningful. Even in the regular season, you don't play in the meaningless games, which usually ends up being the last game of the season. Depending on what kind of team you are, you only play in the meaningful ones. So when the NFL ex uh, extends how many teams are in the playoffs, it's so they can get you to play more meaningful games. When they shorten the preseason, it is not so that you don't have to worry about so many meaningless preseason games. It's so that the two preseason games that you do play, you know what starts to happen? They have meaning now. <laughs> they actually matter. And you ain't even getting paid for those, I believe. So, the number one thing that has probably gotten me is that how did you come away with this without a 50-50 split NFL players? Like, you have to be the dumbest sons of bitches I could ever imagine, right? Because not only are you not getting a 50-50 split, but you're also not getting any of the new streaming money. Do you know how much streaming, how much of a difference that streaming platform money is going to be? I just talked about how we all need to go ahead and change of how we're consuming. So guess what? While you're worrying about attendance sales, they're probably thinking about how, you, how they're going to make smaller arenas. So you know what just happened? You're going to get less money from what it comes in in attendance, technically. But it'll probably still be more because they'll find a way to spruce up the joint and make those seats cost more. So that money's going to flatline for you. That money's going to be flattened for you. That money can't go up. It's stable money. It's, it's, it's almost like guaranteeing, like, oh, okay, we're going to get a 2% rate of return on our money from here. While the owners are now incorporating something else in there that can possibly get them a 40 extra percent rate of return on their money. You have basically negotiated for the peanut portion of the contract. So that you don't have to worry about being tested for, about for marijuana so much. And the only time they're going to test you is going to be for one little two-week period right before the preseason. And you know what's going to happen? You dumbasses are still going to get caught because what the, you have to still remember that there's still a lot of people that get caught before the season because you still can't stop smoking. And it still takes a good month or so for your system to clear it out. And you can't go smoking without it for a full fucking mouth. Anyway. Ow. But it's one of the things that you wanted to get in here right away. Sign the contract right away so we can get this in here. Why was there such a rush from the NFL players to get this done? You had this, like, it's not like if they didn't get this signed right now, there's going to be a lockout right now. No. The only reason why the, why, the, why the owners wanted this right now is because the, is that the money is going to be different for them to get if they get it right now when they can guarantee there won't be a stoppage. Basically, you guys striking versus if they have to uh, versus if they have to wait one whole additional year while you go through the contract negotiations. But you know what's not going to happen? They wouldn't have given them less money. I don't, I'm sorry. They probably actually would have. They found they would have found a way to give them less money, but the percentage still would have gotten still would have worked out for you. So 
That was the thing that you were so worried about getting it done. So basically, that was the area that you had leverage at. Is that we still can push this back because we don't need to get it done before this season starts this year. For us, we have all the way until next year to still get what we want. And I am telling you this right now. Not only are you not getting a 50-50 split, right, of the current money, which is what you should at least be getting, but you're also not going to get any of that streaming money, which, which is another reason why you should definitely be getting a 50-50 split because you're not even getting all of the money. You're not even getting a percentage of all of the entertainment money that you should be getting. Like, you're not getting a piece of that pie. So basically, right now, you just negotiated to get 48% of 70% of, of the pie. And that 30% that you're not getting can grow to be 50%. And you ain't touching none of it. Mark my words. Five years in, you are going to be kicking yourselves for being such fucking dumbasses. I swear you fucking retarded me. I don't get it. Or, if you want to look at different, you're like, you know what, you're exaggerating. I'm sorry, it's not so much. Oh, okay, my bad. Or, let's just put it this way. Even if you want to say you negotiated to get 48% out of, out of a pie that's only 85% full. And that 85% or that 15% that you're missing, it can still grow to be 40% of the pie. So, so you can keep looking. You can look out if you want to. That fifteen percent that you ain't getting, it can grow to be forty percent of the pie. That you that that you aren't even touching a scrap out of. But yet, you're only getting forty eight percent. And then, the number one thing here. I told you business was booming for the NFL. Number one thing that 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 I've I've, I've been, I've been, preaching about. I've I've been worried about. I've been cautious about is. Yo, that 17th game, that very last game of the season, if you're not getting a game check, not some weird stipend, not some weird $100,000 stipend, $250,000, you know, flat rate, which like I said, only benefits you motherfuckers at the bottom. And if it's benefited you at the bottom, why would you be want to be consistently at the bottom where it only benefits the bottom dwellers? Why, would, why wouldn't you have thought about yourself in enough light to think that, you know what? I'm going to be one of these top motherfuckers in the league. I'm going to be one of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So why would I ever want to why would I ever want to settle for $250,000 flat rate when I'm going to be one of these guys making $30 million, $20 million, $15 million? You understand with the NFL having a base salary of one million per game? I mean one I mean one million for the year? What is it for the very bottom feeders? So I get for them wanting to be it, but even they should have aspirations to outshine their current position and their current paycheck because that's what it's all about and for those that, that thought that you know what i'm never gonna be anything better than what i am now you know what i don't even want you on my team anyway so i wish we could find out who the fuck was okay about this contract and i don't want him as a jet 
because that means like all those guys that aren't, aren't, aren't already big names, all the guys that haven't proven that they are actually worth something, you will never be worth anything. You guys are going to be worthless your whole entire lives. And, 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 when you, and when you look back at this contract and you say to myself, holy shit, I can't believe that we agreed to this. I am going to sit back and... <laughs> laugh at your dumb ass. And that is facts on facts on facts. Man, and that's just when they agreed to the new contract. Agreeing to the new contract very well meant that within the next, within minutes, <laughs> within, within the within the very next moment, the NFL will start what's considered the early negotiation period, right? And that's what they really need to call it, right? Legal tampering, the early negotiation period, right? Where players can start can start at least, at least working out, start start working out some of the. Start working out, I guess, the outlines and 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 the, and the minutiae of some of these contracts that they've that they've talked about already, or are there, or that their agents have start have have already started the ball rolling on, right? Because, like I said, and I think I said this last year. And and I don't know if I said this about football, if I said it during uh, during basketball, right? But I know I definitely did say this. But if you have a good agent, then you have something worked out before free agency start, or you have something worked out before before like the NFL's period or, or the NBA's period officially opens up because if you don't then you're a bad agent cuz everybody else is getting their deals done or everybody else or 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 or, or make or making agreements or everybody else or or are at least negotiated you know doing the whispers doing the what ifs and then when the time frame comes along let's just see who's really serious and that's what it really is when they say and, and that's how you guys need to start looking at because your agent should be working for you around the clock. Now, there's a time frame where you can actually start pull the trigger on all of these things that you heard about. Now, let's see who's really serious. So now you, now we get to the early negotiation periods, right? The, the early, and, 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 let's put, and let's add another word onto this. The early public negotiation periods. Right now, the stuff that we're gonna hear publicly that can, that we can start confirming that okay, maybe these were whispers. Now we can be like, okay, yeah, this is true. We've been talking like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been talking about this. Yeah, we've been talking about this. Start talking about the stuff that you feel strong about because about everything else is just rumors. Because all when you hear about five teams that, that they talk about it because oh no, there's been some talks with those five teams. Yeah, but the, but it's really only coming down to a few, and that's when they start trying to figure out and put the and put their pieces together to figure out who is really the strong the strongest. Candidate out of there. Who are we really hearing that? Okay, there's multiple visits. Oh, there's other things going on. They're registering this. They're registering. They're registering this. The 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 children at the schools here. They're buying properties here. That's when they start trying to piece together all that extra stuff. But for right now, it's we're in the early public 
negotiation periods because things aren't quite final yet. And just remember, just because you've talked, just because things are open right now and you hear about something going on right now, doesn't mean that things may not fall apart by the time this period ends. And that's the reason why I say these are the early negotiation period because nothing has been signed yet. You are still negotiating. But man, the negotiations have started off strong. The negotiations have started off strong. Because right out the bat, right, the bomb is dropped. I mean, smoke weed every day. I wish I had a sounder so I so I can so I so I so I can just do what Nate Dog said. So you know what? Hold on, hold on. Oh damn, we don't got nothing for body. Yo, we don't we don't yo, we don't got. See, this is how I know like you guys don't love me like you used to, because normally like you you would have had something up and ready just so that I can. Do like one of my quick little oh I'm here, but I ain't here breaks, and 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 give the people a little quick distraction while I do my thug this like the ultimate in adult entertainment has arrived and the place to experience it is at the all new and improved the Body Club. The Body Club, formerly Club Secrets, at one one three four zero Biscayne Boulevard. Seven days a week, we keep it popping. Like make it count Monday. Well, it is an entry before. But you know those guys are currently closed right now because right now we are practicing social distancing. Smoke weed every day. As we keep on practicing to the Nate Dog School of Medicine. Yeah, my co-host is having all kinds of problems getting in here. I don't even know what's going on with him. But you know how they say in bit in the beds, right? Should the show must go on. I can't help that. But we are, but we're also doing our own to practice social social distance distancing. That's the reason why he's not here in studio today because they have told us to practice this social distancing, and this social distancing requires that we don't kind of that we try to not share in each other's germs right about now. And it doesn't matter how like cleansed you think somebody is, or whatever you know. That's not even that's not even the case. It's that we're trying to stay in a in, in as much of a controlled environment that, that you possibly can. And that's what it's really about if you take it from a scientific standpoint. You're trying to keep yourself in a controlled environment. And that's what the beauty and the love is about. And that's where we run into our problems at because we're trying to comply. We're trying to comply and in our compliance, right? We're, we're having a couple of a little bit of technical difficulties getting things to connect properly. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna keep figuring out because we won't stop. I told you that we won't stop. I told, I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> So right off the bat, right in this new, in this new era of football, Tom Brady announces that he is leaving the New England Patriots. And oh man, can I tell you that all I heard was fireworks everywhere is fireworks. All I hear is fireworks Everywhere is fireworks I was ecstatic I know that there were a lot of people that were ecstatic There were a lot of happy people Unless you just be from the Boston New England area Nobody gives a fuck about you Right? That were happy that that was happy that knew that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick broke up, and that he left the AFC East. Where he's gonna go, we don't know. We don't care. We'll talk about that maybe later on the show. But he announces first that I am out of here. 
I'm leaving. I'm gone. Finish. Finito. Done. And it couldn't be better. It could not be better. Oh, man. This is interesting. This is interesting. This is interesting. Let me make sure I write this down. For when we, so when we get here, something just happened. Something just happened. Yeah, we got some breaking news. Because we really, it's really going to be interesting to see what comes up in the next couple of weeks as pieces start to start to fall, right? Because Tom Brady announced that he is gone, right? So now the free agency carousel has has technically officially begun. Like shit is really happening, B. And things start happening where quarterbacks like Drew Brees and, and trust me, there are tons and tons of quarterbacks that are out there. But quarterbacks like Drew Brees, he decides to go ahead, or they decide to go ahead, I should say, and re-sign him to a two-year contract. That two-year contract is going to be for $50 million. And he gets this contract before Tom Brady officially announces where he's going to re-sign it. So you, sh and so you should automatically know, you know what? Tom Brady is probably going to get $25 million plus. Now, you know what else happened immediately as soon as as soon as soon that free agency clock began or the NFL season officially began and they can start doing all their thug thizzle? The Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. They signed their quarterback, Dak Prescott, to a franchise tag. Now, that exclusive franchise tag, that means that we got you, playboy, and can't nobody come and talk to you. Like, we got you, got you. I'm not sure if he's happy about that. Now, one of the weird things is that because the, the world is on a lockdown, you can't really tell if Dak Prescott is taking this lightly if he's offended if he's holding out if he's striking you know what i mean yeah you really don't know what he's doing but that is what's also bringing the extra intrigue to the nfl offseason is because with also the world on lockdown the way that players are reacting and interacting we really don't know because that prescott has always kind of not been the step outside of the the box and, and make the bold statement and and say the and, and say the brash thing to say while so we don't know how he's feeling but while cam newton though we know exactly how cam newton is feeling after the panthers have given him permission to seek a trade basically the Panthers have decided that they are moving on from Cam Newton, and they're like, "Yo, go find a go find a home, be, and we'll and we'll accommodate a trade for you." That's basically what they told them. But the Panthers' statement said that we have given Pam, Cam Newton permission to seek a trade. And Cam Newton came out immediately and was like, "Yo, bro, don't try to twist this. Don't change the narrative." When you make it say, when you say you give me permission to seek a trade, 
It makes it seem like I may have come to you and, a and asked to get an axe for a trade. No, 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 no. You forced this on onto me. I, I always wanted to be here. You told me that I that I need to go find somewhere else to be. You like you was like yo basically it was basically it was basically happy hour or basically the, the end of the bar, right? End of the night at the bar. Like the Carolina Panthers pulled him in there and said, "Listen, listen, not for nothing. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the fuck out of here." And he was like, "All right, facts. I'm gone." So Camp Newton is out of there, and there's and, and there's probably one place. And there's one place I really don't want a lot of quarterbacks to go. Like, like if there's gonna be a quarterback that's going to go here, I want it to be a, I want it to be that nice young quarterback that's coming out of Alabama. I don't want it to be any of these, any of these, any of these veteran guys that are already beat up. Nah, you deserve better. You deserve better than that. You deserve to get one of these young guys that is coming out of this draft and hope that you could possibly build your future around. Not some temporary stopgap. That you're gonna have question marks about. Nah, 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 nah. So, the Carolina Panthers has given Cam Newton permission to seek a trade, and you can tell that the Carolina Panthers are starting to, are starting to just change everything about them now. So now you can see that this is Christian McCaffrey's team, because they've also they've also released Ed Reed, right, um, from their team. Is that Ed Reed? Because it's a different Ed Reed. Um. They've got me to Ed Reed, and I find it and I find it funny because I, I guess that Cam Newton, even though he didn't get the tattoos that they don't like, his personality and, and and his maybe his clothing still didn't quite live up to what they wanted to. Because I'm still, you know me, you know me. If Cam Newton is ever out of a job, and I have said this so many times over the last couple of years, right? That if Cam Newton out of a job, you know what I fucked up, right? Give me what I want. Thank you. Such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but give me again. Give me the, give me again. There we go. If Cam Newton is ever talked about or is ever released from the Carolina Panthers, I am going to be vexed. And because my very next question is going to be why does Matt Ryan still have a job? Hold on one second. I think I'm getting a call. Let's see if I can find a way to get this to this call, see what's going on, and also still do the podcast at the same time because people give me a call like they don't realize I'm doing the podcast. What's going on, B? Come on, talk to me. We're on the air. You tell me what's going on. Okay, so if you're, if, if you're trying to get Slow in... Slow news today. Slow news. If you're trying to get onto the show, get onto the show through the podcast, not through my phone. I sent you a link through your email. Right, that, that that you sent to me. You should be able to get through the pod directly through the Podbean app, and that's how you can that's how you can join the show directly through the Podbean app. I can't take phone calls during the show, okay? It doesn't it it, it does it doesn't come off the, on the production well, so that's the reason why we use the Podbean app for for all um for for all guests and callings now. All right, all right. 
<laughs> so we're going to so that's somebody trying to get onto the show and we appreciate that right so let's get back to the carolina panthers carolina panthers have have completely changed up everything that everything is about them and whew, not gonna lie so the carolina panthers currently now have two quarterbacks that i do not want to see that i did not want to see make their way into the make their way into my division now before I get into the quarterback that that they have, I'm gonna get about. I'm gonna talk about the quarterback that should not have a job now anymore, and that is Matt Ryan, because I, as I have said in the past, that if Cam Newton is gone from a job, if Cam Newton is threatened to lose his job, then why the hell does Matt Ryan have a job for what he has done with the multiple of weapons that he has continuously been provided and failed with? It does not make sense to me. I do not get it. Matt Ryan has had Hall of Fame receivers his whole entire career. Yet, he has done exactly with his team what Cam Newton has done. Lost in horrific fashion... In a Super Bowl. But at least Cam Newton got blown out from the beginning. And looked overwhelmed. And wasn't actually up. 28 to 3. So Cam Newton now. is Has been told that he can be. That he can go ahead and seek a trade. The Carolina Panthers already found his replacement. They did not hesitate to bring in somebody else that we highly love. So, so while we're looking at them like, yo, like how you gonna do Cam like that? They they replaced it with somebody that we are really happy to see get an opportunity in the NFL, and not for nothing. Well, I don't want to see Cam in my division. The guy that they replaced him with, I'm glad he went to Carolina because I didn't want to see him in my division either. And that is steady, steady, Teddy. They got themselves steady, steady, Teddy. Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is now the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. And I'm telling you, I am happy for the kid. I'm He's got to stay in that division that... He managed to pull wins out of he so he's familiar now with them for the last couple of years. He's he's gonna get the opportunity to do with that team. Well, hopefully Cam Newton wasn't able to do on a consistent basis because of his health. Okay, so So Teddy Bridgewater going going to going to going to Carolina. We really, 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 really do like. I and it's just, it's just really one of those things that you know you know that he's going into an okay space. Um, he has actually no. I think Luke Kuechly just retired. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. But he's going to have... Damn, how did I just forget his name that quick? 
how did I just forget it? And I, and I mentioned him earlier. Christian McCaffrey. He's going to have Christian McCaffrey there. And Christian McCaffrey is still going to be the workhorse, the receiver, the running back, the, the check down guy, the bailout guy, the everything guy. And they're gonna and they're gonna and they're gonna consistently work out the regular pieces. They're looking for something consistent, right? They, like better than the quarterback that they had that they had re- replacing Cam Newton, but somebody that, like I said, steady Teddy Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater may just be need be what they need tonight. And, and I won't say, and I don't know how good Teddy Bridgewater is going to be. If if he can win a Super Bowl, but he's gonna he should be consistent enough, and if they keep adding enough pieces, right? This draft is gonna be very wide receiver heavy, and they keep adding enough pieces around him, they can consistently be contenders. Now, like I said, it's going to be tough because in that division, remember, in that division that he's in with Carolina, is Atlanta. Is New Orleans, and it's and it's Tampa Bay. So, that division is no joke. Like that division is going to be a fight, and I'm gonna we're gonna be interested to see how competitive that Teddy Bridgewater can make this team, because like I said, it's going to be a dog fight to make the playoffs in that division. Or to even be a wild court team in that conference, trying to come out of that division. So let's see what happens. But but Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, you know you, you know how we feel about that. Big up, big up. The steady Teddy for getting himself a nice little job over there in Carolina. Now the Falcons, see, the Falcons did make some moves. Now you know what I I, I told you what I said. And of the fact that if that if Cam Newton don't have a job, that that also, you know, the, that 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 Matt Matt Ryan needs to not have a job either, and the Falcons disagree with me <laughs> because they have traded away their running back David Johnson for wait 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 my bad. That is in the Falcons. Falcons aren't even talked about right here. This isn't even their segment. But they do need to go ahead and get rid of their running back. Right? But what is stunning that happened here is that the Arizona (laughs) Cardinals, they have traded away running back David Johnson a second round pick, a fourth round pick to the Houston Texans for their star wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. And a fourth round pick. And when we saw this trade come down the wire, right? I'm not gonna lie to you, this was probably the big what the fuck trade. These are the kind of trades that, that when you look at them, you're like, well, did our GM know 
are that our scouting team, our, my teams, right? Whichever team that you're a, a fan of, did my, did our scouting department know that DeAndre Hopkins was on the mark was on the market for a running back and a, and a fourth round, a second round pick and a fourth round pick? Like, did you know that you can give up? Le'Veon Bell, who you don't like anyway, a second round pick and a fourth round pick and get DeAndre Hopkins. Like, did you? Like, that's where I'm at. Like, depending on what team you are, you know, insert whoever you're thinking about that. Okay, we have an expendable running back that our team really isn't so happy about that we know for a fact is better than David Johnson. Because David Johnson on a... On a David Johnson on a football court or on a football field is basically Mike is like having Muhammad Ali in a boxing ring. Basically, people are own people only know about you right now or only coming to see you because of your name. It isn't because of your skill anymore, and that's what I mean by that. I probably could have used somebody else because we know he's diminished a little bit. So let's say Hulk Hogan in a wrestling ring. All right, right now, like you're a draw because of your name. It isn't because of your skill anymore, and that's what David Johnson is. David Johnson has has been. Disappointed for the last God knows how many years. I want to say for at least the last five years, he's been a damn disappointment. And not only for his team, but for fantasy owners across the world. He has disappointed them um, all with like like so much so where I think like he consistently falls now because the, because he was always he's always ranked so high. Right? I think that he started he started to consistently consistently fall. In, in, the, in the rankings where people actually draft him at because they, they just know now that, you know, you he can't be trusted. And the fact that Houston got him and gave away DeAndre Hopkins not only makes me makes you wonder, like, how damn, how come your team didn't know that this guy was out here for a bag of peanuts? But why the fuck are you letting go rid of the rid of considerably one of the best wide receivers in the game for a bag of fucking peanuts? Yo, Yosemite, I'm sorry. I, I've, I've gone over the deep end here. Like, where you? You're not even here today. Good. What are you doing? Smoke weed every day. I feel you. <laughs> I appreciate everybody that keeps trying to join the show. Apparently, we have some. So we have some technical difficulties with you guys trying to join right now. Listen, I'm gonna take it up with 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 with, with Podbean. I, I don't. I don't think this is a you thing. Sorry, hit the mic. So, it. So Kyle, I should have played baseball. Murray now has Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins. And last year he finished with I think one game short of a tied record or a 500 record, and that's only because they had. A tied game with somebody with either Oakland or Cleveland or some shit. Detroit. Detroit. It was. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Don't worry. I covered my mouth. You guys are safe. You don't have to worry about shit. Now. They're not the only moves that are consistently going on, right? Because there are some big wide receivers that have been moved as well, right? Because, like I said, DeAndre Hopkins was the was the big, like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, what the fuck moment? Because it made you question so many things on so many 
different levels, right? Like I said, not only with why isn't your team, why ain't your team do more to possibly try to get him if there was a rumor that he may be available, but also what is going on in Houston on why would you get rid of who's considered possibly the best wide receiver and give him up to the enemy? Like, literally, you gave Kyler Murray the tools that he needs to be successful while taking away tools to be successful from your own quarterback. Now, you know, the only thing that, that, that justifies this move is that you are very lucky that this draft is a heavy wide receiver draft. So when they go ahead and they draft the wide receiver in the first round and in the fourth round or in the first round and in the third round, then you know that, okay, they are trying to replace the this, this DeAndre Hopkins um, salary. Technically, I guess. I don't know. But salary with, 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 with quantity. Well, salary and production with quantity, which I say good luck to you into getting that done or into trying that. You know what, guys? I'm going to help you out right here. Okay, Google, turn on Xbox. <laughs> if you guys are at home, then, yeah, and you have an Xbox, then I know that sucker just turned itself on. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I, I should really message you guys. And no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be that kind of dick and, and, until it turn off. Because you may actually be listening to the podcast in the middle of a game. And if I did that and it turned off your game, I'd be vexed. I would be vexed. I wouldn't even follow me anymore. <clears throat> but I am going to be following closely what Houston is going on in Houston. Because they are never, they're another one that they have... They have enough to worry about. You know, like, this is one of the young quarterbacks that, that you're talking about that, that should be great. Or one of the young quarterbacks that are going that should be good for, for at least 10 years in the league. Well, how do you expect them to be good if you don't give them any weapons? You, you, like, you, see, you see how hard it was for him to win with DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the game. And DeAndre Hopkins wasn't even a problem, Charlie, even though they tried to pencil him as one. But how much harder is it going to be without him? So, yeah, we're going to be studying real hard to see what's going on in Houston because they, they may have literally just crippled their, their quarterback. They, they, are, they literally basically are doing what happened to um, the guy that just retired out of Indianapolis, um, Andrew Luck. They basically are Andrew Luck in them. Like, no weapons, no nothing. Just go out here and try to do it by your goddamn self. Like, even Peyton Manning had weapons. Like, all the greats had some kind of weapons at some point in time. So, also on the move, like I said, like, things have been booming. Also on the move, we got Stephen Diggs, B. Stephen Diggs has gone ahead and shifted his weight. Moved, moved from one cold weather climate to another cold weather climate. Taking himself from Minnesota over to Buffalo. And listen, this isn't the only move that's happening. Like, I see everybody in the AFC East boisting up their defense. Adding a couple of receivers. Adding some weapons here and there. And the Jets? Nothing. Offensive line. Maybe a little bit tinkering there. 
re-signing guys in the defense, not really getting better in the defense yet. But like I said, we got the draft. We got the draft. Because I'm telling you, like, like the like that's the reason why like, we're we trying to get these phone calls in because the boys have been rampant, man. Like, the boys have been going at it for 72 hours straight. Well, not 72 hours straight. But since, what, 48 hours straight? Since noon? Since, since a little after noon on Monday? Like, they've been going at it, and they have not stopped. It's been three days straight. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But 48 hours. Like, it's just been going. Now, thank God, listen. This is one of those times I, I can actually partake in some of this stuff and actually start reading this stuff. But even even with time on my hand, it's a lot. We could hope that, that he could get him on the show. Excuse me. So Stephen Diggs takes his talent over to Buffalo and 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 builds mafia and he and he goes over there and now he becomes another headache that the Jets have to worry about. And as we know as we know earlier that um the cornerback um um what was his name. Josh Norman, uh, Josh Newman, um, he signed with Buffalo as well. The Miami Dolphins, they have been, like I said, they have been boosting up their defense and have been getting better there. And also, <clears throat> Philip Rivers, we knew that he, we knew that he was no longer going to be a Chargers if the Chargers had, um let him go, or as Carolina likes to say, allowed him to seek a trade. <laughs> but Carolina, I mean not Carolina, but the San Diego Chargers had let Cam Newton go and Cam, not Cam Newton, but Philip Rivers go and Philip Rivers has found a new home. Is Philip Rivers will be a Indianapolis cult? He is going to replace Eddie Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. Sorry, Brissett. With that team, and ultimately replace Andrew Luck for the next couple of years while they still trying to figure out if they can get what they really consider is their transition quarterback. Now, with these moves being out there, you start to see now that listen, um, Tom Brady said he was leaving New England, but New England still doesn't have a quarterback as of yet. I mean, they end up picking up. Jacoby Brissett but listen for the same reason why Jacoby Brissett was let go from Indianapolis it's the same reason why when he's when he's in New England they will continuously look for somebody better do not be surprised if New England drafts a quarterback and if they draft Jalen Ramsey oh my god not Jalen Ramsey but you know what I'm talking about the Oklahoma Jalen Hurts if they draft Jalen Hurst, like because we know we're gonna be watching to see exactly wherever Jalen Hurst goes to. <clears throat> so also in the in this quarterback carousel, right? Like I said, cause there's still a lot of places that have openings. Um we and we and we're gonna see a lot of these openings get filled in the draft as well. But there's still a few names that are out there that quite haven't found a place yet. And you hear they're in principle, but we don't know for sure as of yet. So we're just be interested to start seeing how these dominoes start to fall, right? Marcus Mariota from Tennessee. Because remember, Tennessee has officially gone with Ryan Tannehill, and they've given him that contract money. That's how we knew that Tom Brady was going to go to Tennessee, so that came off the books, right? 
And now most people are still tying it down to the L.A. Chargers, who still doesn't have a quarterback. The Oakland Raiders. But the Oakland Raiders, they went and they got Marcus Mariota from Tennessee. And now, Mariota, I, and I can hear Tom, I can hear John Gruden's voice in my head already talking about Marcus Mariota and how much he likes him. I guess we're doing a dolo act today. <clears throat> no callers, no guest, no co-host. But it's okay. We've done, we've done this before. And, and and it's funny, when we do these, these are a little bit more nostalgic, right? We haven't had a chance to get this intimate in a while. Hey, 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 calm down over there. <laughs> What's that, man? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like my homeboy just sold his house. Congratulations. So Marcus Mariota joins the Raiders. And not only do I can I hear um John Gruden's voice in my head automatically and, and, and how thriving about how much he likes Marcus Mariota, but this is gonna build competition in Oakland. This doesn't say Derek Carr. I guarantee that you will be my starter. This says Derek Carr that if you slack, I believe from my from my Gruden's quarterback camps that I used to conduct, man, that I can get Marcus Mariota to be an elite quarterback in this league. If you can't get up to speed. <clears throat> so I, I like that move, not only for Oakland, but for Marcus Mariota. Because cause it's, it doesn't quite say that, you don't have, you, that you're not going to have an opportunity. It, it says that, hey, you know what? There still may be a chance for you to start here if you keep up with, with your good worth ethic. Because we see what a good work ethic gets you as a backup quarterback when it does time for you to get into the market. It gets you a two-year, $66 million guarantee if you're Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, who has been getting almost 100% guaranteed contracts for like the last two, three years now. Even longer than that. Because he's been franchise tagged for a couple of years. So he's been getting guaranteed money for some time now. Like Kirk Cousins, it feels like on this back on this back end of his contract, or during this last five to seven years of his of his contract in the NFL, like that's all he knows is guaranteed money, and nobody in the NFL can say that. He may have gotten the most guaranteed money. He may be guaranteed the most guaranteed money than any player in the league, <clears throat> based off how his contracts have been. Austin Hooper, he goes to the Browns and he joins that carousel of talent. Austin Hooper is a tight end. So Cleveland gets more talent on that team and something's going to have to give. They cannot have another year like the way they had before. They are starting to accumulate way too much talent. 
Excuse me. Hold on one second. You know what? Take a quick break. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. Are we back? Are we are? Oh, okay. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, my name is Tyler Tomar Taylor. If you're still listening, man, I really do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen with me. Wherever you're listening live, either that's whether that's on Podbean Live or that's directly on the website, mytsports.net. That's M as in Mike, Y as in Yankee, T as in Tango, sports.net, the two places that you can listen to the podcast live. Or you're listening to it at the many places that you can read, that you can hear any podcast at. The simplest way to do it, just say, However you like to address Google and tell it to play the my T actually tell it to play the M Y T sports podcast on Google play or on Google podcast and it will go ahead and get that done for you or tell it to play it on Spotify or Podbean or wherever you listen to your podcast that be I'm there. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm everywhere if, I, if you ain't never there. So, so we was talking about before we abruptly left and I was choking <laughs> about these, some of these moves that was going on in the, in the NFL, right? And we're talking about Cleveland and the tight end that they have recently just accumulated in, excuse me, in Austin Hooper. And th- this is just more talent for them. And eventually, they're going to have to start paying off on this talent they can't just keep accumulating all of this talent with what's considered a franchise quarterback considered at least with with considered one of the top five wide receivers in the game you you understand a, a, a running back that can produce on a top 10 level a slot receiver that can be one of the top 10 in his position and you can't keep having that tight and now and now a tight end in Austin Hooper you can't keep adding this much weapon these many weapons and not produce so I'm, I'm happy that Cleveland got this but now it just adds a little bit more pressure onto a young squad with a young head coach with a lot of talent that I don't think if they know how to quite put it all together quite yet. But, no, oh man, that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Is that we're going to be watching all of that. And I, these, these, these are the little pieces of the puzzle of, of football that, that we watch. Like, even when it's not our team, right? <clears throat> even when our team isn't doing quite well. Or even if they are, right? 
that but there's other things to always keep you interested like like the like how these other teams are going to piece together the puzzles that they are given because everybody cuz cuz really what what the football team is that everybody is give is is given their own puzzle and you're trying to see how well how efficiently and if they can piece their puzzle together and when it and if they can oh man does it paint a beautiful picture that usually ends up resulting in rings And speaking of guys with rings on the move, right? Nick Foles has been signed by the Jaguars, right? Or traded to the Jags. And the Jaguars have traded him to the Chicago Bears. So now we have Mitchell Trubisky in a position where you're like, hey. Again, <clears throat> why? Again, that not we have movement, and there is going to be competition that is going to be built. <clears throat> competition. At the most important position, and, and just like what's going on in Oakland, competition in, in what's considered the most important position in the le- in that league, but also it's to ho- hopefully motivate the guy that has the starting job, like because because that's what you really do. <clears throat> Nick Foles is a little bit more than that. Nick Foles is a great insurance policy. Like we we've seen. What he's done for, <clears throat> we've seen what he's done for. We've seen what he did for Philly, right? That for Philly, he basically made himself into a bona fide star for what he was able to do, and as a backup role to their current quarterback and help them win a ring, which which kind of made it how he had to leave almost because. They had to get to a place where it's like, okay, we can't have the crowd asking for the backup quarterback every time our starter and what's considered franchise quarterback messes up. And now he's won a championship. So now oh, he was the starting quarterback when he won a championship. So now he's beloved in Philly. Well, he doesn't have that belovedness everywhere else or in Chicago. Let's say. But what he does have is that same mystique around him. That if you don't do your job well enough, I can come in here and take the starting position and be successful. So it starts to build competition. If Mitchell Trubisky is really that guy, this is going to be the, the iron sharpening iron in a way. Where he's either going to be pushed to be better or they're going to find out that Mitchell Trubisky isn't the guy that they want. 
and then they'll be moving him. Or they'll be treating him like Jameis Winston is currently being treated. Where <clears throat> there's rumors that Tom Brady is supposed to be going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which, again, there goes the final move, right? There goes the final domino to fall. The guy that started it all a couple days ago when the free agency began and said, hey, I'm leaving. Now we have an idea of where he may go to. And now we really start to see who has all of these quarterback positions open. And you wonder, are they going to get players? Are they going to try to do other trades? Are there other Nick Foles out there? Are there other Marcus Mariotas out there? Can we get somebody in here to either help push what's ever there or maybe possibly get us better? Because I'm going to tell you one thing. Phillip Rivers, we've put him in a category for a while now, right? At least what they've had in L.A. and what he's had with the Chargers. Is that we said that, listen, from what the kind of talent that he's had there, He's had the he has the kind of talent that we would think that if played right is comparable to Kansas City at times, but also comparable to what Tampa Bay has. <laughs> and this is why the reason why we used to give Jameis Winston so much slack, or you know what I mean, because we saw what other players were doing with his talent, and then we seen him come in here and we're like, "Yo, what are you doing, B? Great." The 5,000 the five thousand yards are all fine and dandy, but those 30 interceptions don't cut it. We get it. You added 30, you added 30 touchdowns with it, but 30 interceptions don't cut it. Now, apparently, he had, lazy, he had, some, eye, so he had some lazy eye surgery, and hopefully that lazy eye surgery is going to help him get things corrected I mean, you know but it may be too late for him because we don't know we definitely don't think that he's going to have a starting job in t if he stays in Tampa Bay anymore which could be a good thing for him for like you understand if you're Jameis Winston this may be a win-win for you or win-win-win for you because Tom Brady comes to New England or comes goes to Tampa Bay and if you stay there, then you get to learn under Tampa Bay. You get to learn under Tom Brady for, what, two years now? For for what, a couple of years? Like, truly learn from him. See where you were, made, see where you were, you were, you were doing your misreads at. See, see where you may have been possibly wrong at. And learn and grow from there. Or you can leave, to be honest with you, right? You can leave. And we have said this for a while now, that you may be the next Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has had a very long career as a backup quarterback. And what better thing to do and for father or for a son to be reunited with his father and he also goes to Miami 
Like, how great would that be? That Jameis Winston doesn't even... Basically, doesn't even change states. <laughs> he just comes further down south in the same exact state that he was already playing at. Get better weather. And actually be in a position where he can again compete for a starter position. And play with his dad again. Like how often does a does a player get to play with their father twice in their career, in two different teams in the same state at that? Like that is that would be record breaking. Like oh my god! Like the backstory that 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 would be heart that would be such a heartwarming story. And I don't get it why everybody said they can't hear me on Podbean. I have to find what's going on there because I can hear myself on the website, but also I can't get on on Podbean because I'm logged on on my website. So I have that problem there. I wonder if I, let's see, do I have to, if, to have Podbean? You know what? I do have two Podbeans. I wonder if I went in through my other Podbean account. If I would be able, because right now we're saying I'm logged in, and obviously when I'm logged in here, under this one account, I can't get into any, I can't get into anything that is this account. But what if I went in through my other Podbean account, right? And if I did that, would that allow me to come in here and listen to the podcast? Right? It's weird. We won't see. We gonna play around with it. <clears throat> so, again, for Jameis Winston, right? That is what. That is what we're really. We're, we're really hoping for. Or we're really concerned about to see if he can, if he can go get re go get reacquainted with his dad, or if he doesn't take a backup role, and. Tampa Bay to Tom Brady so he can learn for a couple more years and try to fine-tool some of his mistakes. Then, the next thing he can possibly do, right, if he can't make it to... If he can't make it to Miami, that is, right? And learn from his dad and actually compete for a spot. Then... The very next thing to do is to go to a team that actually needs a quarterback. <laughs> go to L.A. Go to go to L.A. Go to any one of these teams, and I'm forgetting about whichever teams are here. I see you, paparazzi, trying to get in there. So yeah, I see the I see the problem that you guys are talking about. We're not quite sure on how, on why I'm not being heard here on Podbean, where I know that I can be heard 
on my actual website. So let's see, listen to the live show. Did I not? Hmm. We got the, we go. I'm gonna figure this out with you guys because please use a headset to. Oh, wait. Okay, so that's me trying to join the show, but for some reason I see what you guys are saying. Still can't quite hear the show. And that is an even bigger problem. Like, why is all of this going on if it cannot be heard? So, <clears throat> I see that I'm listening. I don't get it. Yeah, this is going to be a problem that we're going to have to try to fix another day through Podbean. I'm not quite sure why it's not giving me what I want. But I'll get it figured out one day. Today isn't that day because we still got a show to keep talking about. And oh, no, stop doing that. Stop doing that. That's annoying. <laughs> we just, we still got a show to figure out and I gotta see how and why this isn't giving me what I want. So alrighty. So let me do this, right? <clears throat> so let me help my friends out. So So let me see if we can do it, try it this way. So try going to the website to listen. How you may have to do this until I get things figured out, right? Go to the website to listen. But go to the Podbean account to call in. I'm not quite sure what's going on. And I'm going to send this all to my co-host as well. Because we got, because I, I know I got people that's trying to get in here, and we're gonna see if we can get them in here. So let's. Let's remove some of these others, and let's see how we gotta get everybody in here. 
Alrighty, and now we are sharing. And listen, guys, welcome here. These are the things that happens with a live show, right? <clears throat> so, those are the things. That, so, so as we know, we were just talking about James Winston, and that's what, and that's what we really mean, like for James Winston. James Winston can go so many different ways, where he can be a backup, and in in a team that he's been with since the beginning of his career and learn under what is considered the great the greatest of the greats right considered not by me but considered by some or you can go to Miami where you can be with your dad again right and reunite with your father And then compete there for a starting job with your dad again. Which which has to be every kid's dream, right? To play alongside their dad. Or you can just choose to go to a team that is void of a quarterback right now because somebody has left, like the Chargers. And just flat out try to compete for that team and see if you can get the starting job there. But let's not get it twisted. What really is the big news here is that Tom Brady, that TB12 is taking his talents basically over the TB nation. <laughs> so, t so, so Tom Brady's going down to Tampa Bay. It's, 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 it's alleged so far. And not, not, and not for nothing, I know there's tons of weapons there. And what Tom Brady does, right, when he goes to a new place, like that. What he ends up doing is that he ends up kind of changing the culture there because he's going to end up making these guys work harder, play harder, train harder. Those are going to be the things that they are going to do while Tom Brady's there. They, they're going to pay attention to little details better, right? Because now they know that they have Tom Brady back there. But, I am, but I'm telling you right now, I don't expect a lot what I do expect to see is that we're gonna find out very quickly how truly mediocre Tom Brady is, and I'm and I'm yeah, I'm putting that on on everything alive, which which may only be forty percent of the population by the time we're done with this thing. But I'm joking, B. I'm joking. But I don't think that Tom Brady is the guy that everybody says or thinks that he is. I do think that his presence there makes the culture of Tampa Bay better because it makes those guys work harder. It was like switching out whatever quarterback you had in Denver for Peyton Manning. While Peyton Manning was no longer the dude physically, he still made... He still made sure everybody was in their time was in their routes properly. Made sure their timing was on, and he was always that guy to make sure everybody's timing was. I make sure he got familiar with these guys. So now, what he does, like I said, what Tom Brady's gonna do, he's gonna make those guys pay attention to detail better. He's gonna help them. He's gonna help that concentration, that concentration level, go up a notch. It's not gonna waver the way it did because listen, while it takes your quarterback. While that quarterback may have thrown also for, for 30 
interceptions, that also takes a little bit of help from your wide receivers as well to get 30 interceptions, you know, to get credited with 30 interceptions as a wide re as a quarterback. So Tom Brady is going to help take away some of that because he's going to make sure that these guys are focused. And also, I also don't doubt that Jameis Winston's Quentin ass couldn't also see down the field properly half the time and may have misjudged some shit. But that's the beauty of it, right? That's why we're going to watch. That's why we're glad, like, listen, the NFL did not just go ahead and push their time frame back. That they were giving us all of this right now. And they gave it to us back to back to back. It was like, you know what? We're going to push back this little CBA agreement. And we're going to sign the CBA. And the moment the CBA um, is, is done, then we're going to have this. Then, then this moment is going to pop up. And a minute after that, then this is going to happen. And then as soon as this is done, then a week later, we're going to have the. And yes, they or very loosely helping keeping us afloat as a nation that a nation of sports lovers by sticking to business as normal right and to speak of also sticking to business as normal <clears throat> just know that some of us i get that some of you can't make it out to your favorite restaurants anymore or even to get do your grocery shopping because of the trying times that we are in listen nobody blames you and we get it it is scary and you know some of you may not even want to leave the house it's okay you don't have to do this anymore as i've been driving around this city so far i have been i've seen it at my at my local jamaican restaurant i've seen it at my local liquor store i know it's definitely at my local walmart like all of these places the local Publix. um we're talking about your local burger stops your local bars like if you like their food not go ahead and postmate it that's all you gotta do. Don't you know like you don't have time to leave or you're not trying to leave the house right now? Postmate it. If you're trying to limit your human interaction, this is probably the best way to do it. Trust me, I like I I can only speak for myself, but I'm one of the most cautious people and like I said, I'm walking around with gloves and rubbing alcohol in a spray bottle just to keep shit cleansing. Not just for my health, but also for yours as well. I care about that. I care about my people. And if you care too, you know what? Go ahead and postmate it. We get it. Times are rough right now. You don't always have the same. You don't have the same kind of time, or flexibility that you want that you had a week ago. Make make life easier on you, and you know what? Let's help practice our social distancing as much as we can. Now, <clears throat> to as we say that things are going, our business is going as normal. Right, the show is about to end pretty soon. I I do appreciate everybody that has been listening. And for those that tried to get on but 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 couldn't with whatever technical difficulties we are getting, we go we gonna figure what's going on with Podbean. This is this is not right. I can't be having a live show of dead air. Like what the fuck? No wonder people are just coming in and bouncing right out. I'm having straight up technical difficulties, but it's only on their platform. If you go to my website, mytsports.net. I am good. So you guys are going to rehear this, right? Like on Podbean, you got to rehear this on Spotify. You got to rehear this on a bunch of different places. And just know that everybody that was trying to catch this live on Podbean, you were having issues. But if this ever happens again, let me know. Shoot me a message directly on Podbean. Don't let me know. Don't say that it's just dead air. I don't just bounce. I don't know that. I don't know this all the time. It's not telling me that. It's actually registering every time I speak. Shoot me a message, tell me. But also, don't leave. Go to the website, mytsports.net. Go over there. 
You'll be able to listen there. I guarantee you that. I know that that one's working because I don't have problems listening on there. And, and, and when I say problems, I mean because I know that because I because I had different what they call login. Because I had different login methods that it was basically trying to register me as being logged in in two different places. And that was causing it to not want to get me to listen to the podcast. But I'm not sure why it gives it that problem now. And I don't, and I really don't get it. On why I cannot be heard properly. This has to, like, like I said, these are annoying, but I don't want to keep you guys up for now or listening. Now let's let's keep this thing flowing. Let's keep this thing going. Now, one of the things that are continue to go right, and I, and I'm really happy about this. As, as we talk about sports helping us stay afloat a little bit, the NBA has offered free league pass, and I don't know until how long. But right now we have free league pass for the NBA, and I ain't gonna lie to you. As soon as I heard that, I automatically threw on the last, the very last Knicks game that they played, and played that because I'm telling you, I don't know how far back I'm gonna go. I may just go back to the 1999 season if I can. And I'm going to try to watch the last time the New York Knicks had a championship run. Like that's, and just watch every Knicks game from then on. And just keep watching, keep watching, keep watching the current. Or, start, actually, nope. I may just start at the very beginning of this season and watch every single game of this season. And I do mean it. Soak in every single player. By the time, what's going on forward progress? I'm having technical difficulties. And this sucks. Like, this really sucks. Let me let them know. I am having technical difficulties. And I don't know why. But but I see the people coming in and out. I really, I really wish... I really wish I knew what was going on here. But like I said. So I'm telling them to go to my website, Mighty Sports. Sorry, guys. Go to my website, MightySports.net. To listen to the show live, if you're hearing me, if you're you if you're hearing me type, and this is why, and this is the reason why we why we why we go dual platform, or we go on multiple platforms, because if we ever have problems on one, we want the backup of the other one to 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 spare us, right, or to be able to help us. So the NBA, as I just said, they 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 are helping out the world right now, and they're giving us a free NBA pass. And I and I swear to God, like I said, I was gonna go to like the '99 season, and I still may do that because I may just want to watch enough Knicks games to be able to go through that. 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch every single basketball game from the beginning of this season until whatever point that we are at now because by the time that we get to or by the time they continue like the the season I want to be fully caught up. I don't want to have. I don't want to be reminded about anything. I want. I want to. I want to have this whole entire season freshly embedded into my brain. Thank you, um, the Ford Progress Podcast for joining the show. Appreciate you listening. I see you. Uh, apparently, you guys can't hear me, but I see you. You can hear me. Like, drop me a line. We go onto the website. Trust me. I'll know when you guys hit the website too, because listen, the web page lets me know when you guys are on there. I see you guys hopping on there as, as late as 10-19. Now, as the NBA has given us NBA League Pass for the whole entire year, there are some notables that um that have started to spread. Where are they? And so some notable celebrities, right? Some notable names that have started that we want to mention that have started catching the coronavirus. Now, listen, why we do not that All Lives Matter, but this isn't an All Lives Matter kind of podcast because we don't know all the lives that are out there to mention but we can mention some of the names that we all can relate to or enough of us may relate to right so as you guys may already have heard that the hanks right the tom hank and his wife have the coronavirus and they are stuck and leaving australia or something of that nature right um now the defender of the decade ground zero himself Rudy Gobert, as we all know, that he has the, he has the virus, while well, he has tested positive for it. Um, um, there in that game, they said that he was being reckless with how he was around his, how he was around his, his players, around he was around his teammates. Um, that, and as we saw also when he had the press conference that he touched everybody's, um, that he would that he touched everybody's equipment and microphones. Now Rudy Gobert, like I said, we call him um, Ground Zero because. He is basically the reason why the NBA basically um, started deciding that you know what we are going to stop um, all operations. And once the NBA started stopping operations, basically the whole entire sports world started stop stopping operations. As not only did they see this as an opportunity f- because what the NBA did, also individuals in their own organization started testing positive as well. As we said already, listen, this is something that they, they that if I'm if I remember hearing correctly, they, they said that sixty percent of the individuals will test positive for this. So here that people test positive isn't really that surprising, but it, it at every time it does, it does kind of make us a little bit more alarmed. Right now, Rudy Gobert, uh, I don't want to say that he has spread it to one of his teammates, but caught in his web definitely was his teammate, the spider Donovan Mitchell, who also caught it. And also the referee from that game as well has also tested positive. We've also tested them positive or four players from the Brooklyn Nets, one of them including to be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant states that he is feeling 100% fine, and he isn't showing any of the feverish symptoms that goes along with catching this or that makes it life-threatening. Because, like I said, we, we talked about this earlier in the podcast. 60% of the, of the population may catch this virus. Out of that 60%, only 30% of them will actually show the symptoms that we are concerned about. And then within that 30 will be a popul- will be another percentage that doesn't make it. 
And that's what we're worried about. So it's the 30% within the 60% of the population that we're worried about. Those are a lot of numbers to get to don't hurt you. But you have to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> of, 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 of how much we keep just dwindling down the number. Because when, by, the time you, by the time you get it down to, let's say, out of 100, you get it down to 60. 30% of 60 is, is about 20. Right? Let's, let's leave it right around there. Now let's put that in the billions. So we worried about 20 billion <laughs> or a million people, however many that adds up to. 200 million maybe? But that's the percentage. And now that I say it in full numbers, it may be about 200 million or so. We got we to gotta really see this world population and, and see the numbers. But those kind of catastrophic numbers. So, yeah. That's a, still a lot, B. <laughs> like when you really figure it out right to say that that is still like 20 that's still saying that's a fifth of the population that could be unalive due to this so we are worried about a good fifth of the population and in kevin durant's case like the numbers couldn't have been more 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 i <laughs> it couldn't have been more truer or, or more vivid or 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 for you to able see, uh, for you to see that example, like uh, uh, so, so easily in front of your face, right? Where, where I just, what, where I just, I figured out the numbers is gonna be about twenty percent. Maybe that number is even twenty five percent. Who knows? But it's probably gonna be somewhere in between there, right? And and this is when you think realistically, not to cause a panic, but just to consistently be in a realistic state of mind of of what kind of devastation that we're looking at here, right? We may be looking at about twenty percent of the human population. A fifth to a quarter of it, and it's the, and no more evident than what we saw as an example with the the Brooklyn Nets. There are four players that are that that tested positive for this, um, for this vaccination, right, or for this virus. Um, that's four players out of what is it like a fifteen man team or a twelve man team? I'm not quite sure where they're at, right. But let's say that's four players out of a 15-man team. That's just about 20, a little under 25% of them. Or over a little over 25% of them. Right? Now, that tested positive. Now, out of those numbers, right? Out of those numbers, then now we have four individuals, right? Out of the 16 people, we have four people. Out of those four people, one of those individuals have tested or are showing symptoms that they are sick. Kevin Durant has already come out and said that, hey, I'm not one of those individuals that, that have these feverish symptoms. So now that's something between one of those other three guys that we don't know who those other three individuals are. But that's how the numbers are playing out. One out of every four that catches it is probably going to show symptoms that we have to worry about. Still a decent amount of the population, but this is gonna be a decent amount of the population that are sick. And like I said, we're still gonna be somewhere between like twenty to twenty-five percent of the population that may have this. And that may suffer dearly. So these antibodies need to start developing in people. And the only way for these and I, and I know that we're trying to flatten the curve as they say. But the only reason, the only way to really get in there. That some of these people are going to have to try to catch it 
so that we can all build so that we can get the vaccination because the necessary antibodies so that we can all fight this thing. I wish you all good luck out there. I wish the best for you as we are ending the podcast. And as you know, as I always like to say when at the end of the podcast, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. I am your host, the one and only Dollar Domar Taylor. You've been listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. We will see you next week in week three of what should be, continue to be week three of quarantine 2020. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? want to go far, rough night, tired baby, tired. My tea?